the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Rob Black Podcast. Check out Rob every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and Talk910.com. Because you want to be able to afford your midlife crisis. It's the Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Call now 1 800 345 5639. This is Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I'm, like I said, I'm Rob Black, and I, I do a show that's dedicated to getting you to retirement. And at times, it's not sexy. I'm not talking about the hottest new song. I'm not talking about the political story of the day, which I find to be inane. I'm talking about getting you to retirement. And ultimately, if you haven't started a plan by age 40, you're probably going to be working until the day you die. How's that for bitter reality? There's nothing wrong with working until the day you die if that's, if that's what you're comfortable with. Hell, if I'm a great skier, I'd love to, to be a ski instructor till the day I die. I'd be doing what I want to do. But the reality is not a lot of people want to take ski lessons from a 70-year-old person. And the other reality is when you're 70 years old, you can't ski like you used to when you were 20. So a lot of us are forced into aging that we're not able to do what we want to do. When I start becoming senile and dropping every fifth word instead of every 20th word, you're going you're gonna to kick me out. You're going to say, let's get the old feeble guy out. Let's bring in some youth. And one of the things I love doing on this show, and it makes me so, so happy, when a 25-year-old person calls in the show and says, I, I hear you, I need to start saving, what do I need to do? I, that thrills me. It's it's. Probably the only reason I do this, because last time I checked my big old clear channel paycheck, it said a big fat zero. So I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the, the adoration, the love, because let's face it, most of my listeners are 50 years old, 45, 50 years old. And, you know, I, I don't want to knock boots with a 45, 50-year-old woman. I, I don't want to be praised by a guy who's older than me. So every now and then I kind of cross over to that, that youthful side of the fence, and I dig it. I, I really, it, it works for me because this is advice that I wish I would have had. So let's talk a little about saving for 18 to 24 year old kids. I mean, people who aren't even making enough money at this point in time to seriously think about saving. Saving for them is getting a nest egg in 40 years from now. And 40 years from now is, it's a long time. That's when you go from being young and sexy Lady Gaga to being old and saying, no, I remember Britney Spears, or I remember Linda Ronstadt. I mean, Linda Ronstadt's a great... If you remember when Linda Ronstadt was hot and sexy, you're old. So saving for retirement is important for all, all ages. And if you're a parent and this doesn't hit your age bracket, tell your kids. Maybe even record a little bit of this. First and foremost, the number one most important thing for someone who's on the younger side of 25 is credit. A, it's not getting into your head over... into Speak English. A, it's not getting into way over your head with credit. And B, it's starting to get a good credit report. Because if you buy a car and you're getting a, a 4% rate on buying a car or a 20% rate, it's a huge difference. So your your peers are either paying less or more than you. So having the 
getting good credit means you pay less for the same exact thing. A home. Let's put two exact same homes, two $500,000 homes right next to each other. The person that pays 4% because they got great credit, they go a lot farther in life than the person who's paying 7% because they got crap credit. So parents, if there's one thing I could tell you is make sure that your kids automatically pay their credit cards. I would have it come out, a minimum, minimum come out of the, the bank each and every month. Your account if need be. I don't care if you batter your children. Just don't fry them. But what I don't want you to do is have them get to that age 25 and have bad credit. If you want to enable your kid to succeed in the world, make sure they've got great credit because bad credit will ruin them. Now, the next thing that I, I throw out there for you is college students. And again, don't have too much credit card debt. So sometimes in, in your 20s, 25s, you're going to get to the point where you just say, I kick the habit. It's like a cigarette. It's like alcohol. At some point in your life, you're just like, this is just too much. I wake up hungover. That sucks. It's like you wake up. (laughs) That sucks. You know, it's causing cancer. So we all give up cigarettes and and drinking at some point in our life. Unless you're an alcoholic. We all give it up. Um, It it goes away. So credit needs to go away too. Living off, you know, if you've got more than $3,000 of credit card debt, you've got a problem. You really do. You're basically saying, I'm going to buy something today at 12%, even though I'm not going to get a 12% raise. Okay, next piece of advice for youngins, college students, they're bombarded with these credit cards uh, offers. I wish that would go away. Some inexperienced credit card holders just get massively in over their head. I came out of college as an inexperienced credit card holder with $6,000 of credit card debt. Now, it paid for my book some quarters, but it also paid for some dates some quarters and some CDs some quarters. I didn't know the difference of charging for a date. Bad idea. Oftentimes I tell the story of one of my first dates is that one of the first girls I fell in love with, I bought her jewelry, like retarded. I thought money, buying stuff meant love. So I was crazy, crazy wrong. We got to kill that in our, in our head. So um, college students, watch out with the credit spending and, and watch out what you think. That, like, for instance... I could have got as much sex. I could have got as much happiness, as much friendship, uh, not paying for the sporting tickets, not paying for the dinner. Not I could have done it. Me and my friend Tony, let's say we were best of friends when we were 12 years old or let's say 16 years old. We didn't have to spend a lot of money to entertain ourselves. We could have just got a, a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, two buck Chuck, and we could have been just as happy. But sometimes we, money, it, just, it starts to, to grate on us. Let's move on with this because I think I'm I'm pushing it. You don't ever use credit cards. Never, ever, never, never for necessities. It tells you that you're in over your head. College graduate or financially independent. College graduate or often faced with renting or buying or moving back with your parents. You know, all of these options hit us. And I would prefer, I hate living with people, but I did it in my 20s. Now, once I hit 25, I'm like, screw this. I'm never living with a person again. And I actually paid for that. I actually paid more to live by myself than with other people. I've got no shame. If I can go back, I I would live with people. If I could go back, I would live with my parents. Like for a year or two after graduation, saving up a little bit of cash, paying off your credit, any sort of mistakes you made, go back and live with your parents if you have to. But at some point in time, you must cut those ties. You must learn how to rent on your own or buy on your own. The age-old question is whether to rent or buy. I would prefer that you rent for all of your 20s because you're going to lose your job. 
You're going to move to another area. You're going to pursue love. When I was 30 years old, I'm like, I'm moving to California. Sweet. If I had owned a home, and I did own a home, it was expensive. So I would prefer you to rent for all your 20s and buy later. Keep in mind that a penny saved is a penny saved. So you got to start saving money now. Any debt over 8% paid off immediately. But anything else that you can say, I wrote myself a check. And it, this is retarded. This is what I was like. You sound like one of those, those gurus on TV. Write yourself a check. The people that you propose to hate, you sound like. I used to basically $166 go every month into my retirement account because I didn't want to work till the day I died. I wanted to retire at 35. Now, later in life, you're going to find out you get a wife, you get a kid, you get, you know, you get a mistake here or there, and you don't retire when you want to retire, but you got to start saving money now. So the very the only thing that I really got to get out of that story is it's all about your credit rating and all about getting out of credit. If you do that before you're 25, you're going to start saving money. I promise you. Watch your credit. That's the, the most dangerous thing. It's it's like crack cocaine. It's like a, a gun with six bullets in it uh, playing play um, roulette. It's a bad, bad, bad idea. It's going to hurt you under the age of 25. So watch your credit. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800 800- Three four five fifty six thirty nine. It's Rob Black show, and that that was my my strategy segment. So now you know. You can drop me an email, Rob at robblack dot com. You can call the show eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's Rob Black show nine ten a.m. More stimulating talk. cars and women are expensive with rob's help you can afford them you're listening to the rob black show on 9 10 a.m more stimulating talk hi everybody it's me rob black some days i'm just quirky i'm not in my serious business mode quite yet i'll get there good weekend easter weekend was nice so I asked Heidi this morning, I said, what did you do for Easter? And she said she went to the original zombie party, which is about as sacrilegious as you could be. But, you know, some of the stories, some of the stories in uh, you know, the Bible are kind of crazy. A guy dies and he comes back to life 48 hours later and he's a zombie. Um, Lazarus. I mean, come on. We got some, they got some good science fiction in the Bible. I don't know if you've ever read the Bible, but it's got some pretty good hardcore. Uh, it's got, a, you know, people turning to salt and stone and it's pretty crazy stuff. Whereas if you were to write that stuff today, you'd be like, ah, that's bull crap. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's see. Let's go to Bill in Paralueme. Paralueme. Chicken capital of the world. Hi, is, Rob. Wait, I wanted to get your opinion. Bill, of- is, there really, is Petaluma really the chicken capital of the world? It used to be. It used to be? Yeah, long, long time ago. Have you ever seen a real live chicken? Uh, yes. Okay. Now, after you've seen a real live chicken, are you willing to eat a chicken? Sure. Okay. I'll tell you the one thing that really came close to pushing me to never eat meat again was going to a farm and seeing a, uh, a cow. Well, so, I can understand that. You just kind of put it out of your mind, though, when yes. you go to eat. When you see the cow slaughtered, it's it's pretty graphic stuff. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So, do you have a, do you have any chickens? Because you live in Petaluma. Like, when you buy a house there, do they give you two point two chickens? No, they don't, no, no. nor a mule either. No mules either. <laughs> so, you know, when I got married the first time, I got a mule and 2.2 chickens. <laughs> Where was that? <laughs> I'm making it up. I'm I lying. 
I wanted to get your take on two financial writers. Uh, yep. One is Jim Juback, and the other is James Grant. Okay. I don't know anything about James Grant, um, so let me pass on that one. Jim Juback does a nice job. I don't think he does a great job. I don't think he does an awful job. I wouldn't use him or me or Kramer or anyone else in the world of media to be your primary source. So I'm really good, Bill, at making you think. I'm good for second opinions. Juback should be good for second opinions or making you think. I think he's very conservative. He writes for MSN Money. Um, he misses as often as he hits. And again, he, he's not in the business of going back and showing you his great misses. Um, and that's one of the problems with him. But he tends to want to invest with some sort of value and some sort of cash flow, positive dividend yield kind of angle. Um, I think he bites off more than he could chew when he starts to get into more exotic investments like foreign markets. Okay. Do you like Jubeck? Yes, I do. He's He's got a new website, and I don't think he's working for MSN anymore. I think he's got his own website, and he's independent. And uh, um, I, I kind of appreciate him because he does put up, at least as I see it, his his ideas and his picks of the, of, of the time, and then also when he's going to get out, get out of them is what he's throwing up there. So I appreciate that. Yeah, one thing you could do to really see that all these gurus basically have some negatives is Google, Bill. Google Jim Juback negatives or Google Jim Juback mistakes. Okay. And, I, again, it gives you a little bit more idea that he doesn't know you, Bill, and he doesn't get to know your portfolio, and that's a little bit of a problem. I mean, even me, I don't know you, and I don't get to know your portfolio. I, I do something called the Super Secret Not So Secret Podcast, where I give a crazy, like, it's the craziest thing that comes out of my mouth that I'm just not willing to do on air because I don't want to hurt people. Um, again, I, I think Jubak does a nice job. I think he's kind of similar to the Motley Fools on a lot of levels, um, where they're not going to get you into an enormous amount of trouble, but sometimes they do bite off more than they can chew, and they don't really know you, so you have to make sure that you take it as second opinions and not really... Um, Bible or, you know, road map directions. Uh, but I think Jubeck does a nice job. And I, I thank you for that, and I thank you for what you do, too, because in truth, you do make us think. Yeah, and that's all I'm trying to do. And so, you do. And uh, thanks for that, Jim. Thanks. Bill, Bill, I'm calling you Jim now. I'm losing my mind. I'm going to see now. Yeah, I don't know if he has his own website right now, but I guess you're right. I'm seeing some sponsored sites of his, but I, I know that he was tied towards Money Central for the longest time. Um... Like, for instance, let's, let, let me pull up a list. And this just, it shows you that, like, some of these lists are just crazy. It's um, top 50 stocks that'll rebuild your wealth and safeguard your future. Oh, and it's it's Google Books, so it's not all scanned in. Uh, let's see if I can find, what I'll do is during the commercial break, tomorrow, here's what I'll do. Tonight, I'll write myself a homework assignment, research Jim Juback, and I'll see if I can't give you some ideas of, when he's more right than others uh, and see if I, if that helps you in any way, shape or form 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. A couple of stories that I, I didn't get to today and we don't have to do the business th- time theme song, but the energy department's doing something weird today. And again, from the, the file of Rob tries to make you think the energy department's going to do some sweeping changes to how natural gas production is stated. And you're going, what the hell did Rob just say? It would be like the Labor Department saying they're going to do some changes to how employment's stated. And you're like, I don't know if I like that. Because you know a Democrat president's going to try to get the jobs numbers looking better. 
So why not go with the formula that was in place before he got elected, right? So the Energy Department's going to come up with the way we show data on natural gas because they basically say we're overstating it. The Energy Information Administration, the Statistical Unit of the Energy Department, they've uncovered a fundamental problem with the way it collects data from the producers across the United States. So my guess is they're going to start under-reporting natural gas, and instead of having too much of the United States, we'll have just the right amount to push prices higher. I know you're saying, are you that cynical, Rob Black? Are you that jaded? Yes, I am. And I think you can invest that way. Elsewhere, the number of companies filing for bankruptcy in the United States jumped 20% in March of the previous month. Business failures in the first quarter outpaced last year's total. The total number of commercial bankruptcies hit 8,200 in March. So businesses are still going bankrupt. They're still going unemployed. They're still going, they're still failing. So bankruptcy issues are interesting. And, And the pace is picking up. And again, we thought 2009, the worst is behind us, but 2010 is showing us that, you know, the trends are slowing, but there's, the numbers are still bad. So just because we go sideways doesn't mean we go up. I'm a little bit concerned on a double dip. I'm a little bit concerned after uh, President Obama spends his trillion dollars on stimulating the economy. How much do we spend on stimulating the economy? Elsewhere today, and again, here's the from the Rob Black, I'm cynical with the world Governor Devil Patrick, Massachusetts insurance regulators, basically, um, Massachusetts insurance regulators. What does this story have to do with me? I live in California. Well, Patrick's running for re-election, and healthcare companies, insurance companies, came out and said, "We need these rate increases, and here's the ten that we need." And he said, "Nope, nine of them." So he's running for re-election. And he's getting out there and goes, small businesses and working families can't wait any longer. That's my best in Boston now. Impression I could do. And um, now the person that he's running again is an ex-executive from an insurance company. So it's kind of tricky, right? We don't know what's right for us or what's wrong. But medical health share, medical health care insurance companies, they're going out of their way to say, you know, look, there's going to be a disruption in the marketplace. We're going to avoid contracts. And there's going to be legal challenges. So politics does get in the way of investing oftentimes. Let's go to Sal in Millopitus. Sal? <laughs> ah, thank you for taking the call. Sure. Thank you for calling. Hey, um, I'm, a, uh, I'm retired out of the semiconductor equipment business, and I'm studying accounting and finance at a local state university. Okay. And um, kind of got interested in, like, candlestick theory and uh, charting. And I'm wondering if you know uh, a good place to go to learn that, um, whether it might be a book or, a, you know, a service where they teach it. Yeah, so you're in a community college or some sort of local college, and you're taking a class on, I, uh, on investing, actually- on accounting. What are you taking? Actually, I'm studying accounting and finance Okay. at um, a state university in the Bay Area. Who's getting you into candlestick theories? Pardon me? Who's getting you into this whole candlestick stuff? Oh, um, I've got a Schwab account, and I had them send me uh, their charting software. And, uh, you know, I, I, I... spent a couple hours with a guy online and he was showing me how to use it and I realized that if I was going to make anything of it, I would have to 
spend a lot more time with it than that before I start putting any of my own money into it. I would be very, very careful. And again, ask around, Sal. And what's Sal short for? Salvador? Yeah. Okay. I would ask around and, and see if you know one person in the world, one person in the world who's made money being a technical analyst um, or using technical analysis to, to make money. And again, I'm very, I do this for a living. Um, yep. I'm very concerned that a lot of people think it's that kind of easy. Uh, we, we, go ahead. I honestly don't think it is. Right. And that's why I want to learn more about it. And if there's anything to it, I'd like to find out. And anybody who I've ever talked to who does use it, they, they tell you that they make money doing it. But um, I think that's crap. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've been doing this for 15 plus years, and I've never met an average person who made money with technical analysis. Yeah. The best book out there, there's two of them, and this is for the layman, and this just gets you, this gets your mouth wet, Sal, is William O'Neill's How to Make Money in Stocks. He does a very good introductory book. He gives some insight into how the stock market works. He gives a good insight in how to read cup and handle patterns, as well as candlesticks. Um, there's right. another one that I think is well-known that you probably know of. It's called Secrets for Profiting in Bull and Bear Markets by a guy named Stan Weinstein. It's a little bit dated in the 80s. Um, it's one of the best technical analysis books to date, though. It covers when to buy, when to sell, how to sell shorts. It has an in-depth chapter on you know market stages. and you know it, It's interesting stuff. And I swear to you, Sal, I look at technicals, but I don't believe in technicals. Like, for instance, I look at 2008. It was an awful year on the market. I want to see before I buy a stock, how did my stock hold up in 2008? How did it hold up in 2001? How did it recover in a glorious year that was 19, uh, 2009? Um, I look at these. Um, there's some other books if you really want to take a look at them. One's called Market Wizards by a guy named Jack Schwager, S-C-H-W-A-G-E-R. And again, he interviews top traders in the world. Top traders work in... Um, Chicago, they work in New York. They don't li- They don't, they're not retired in Milpitas. That's the one thing that it scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, a, a big marketing event could be happening while you're having your prostate checked. And that, that worries me. I I'm very, very concerned because if reading a chart was so easy, Sal, we'd all do it. And right. the one thing that you're told and thanks to the call is there's a lot of companies that sell options. And options are a way to get rich really fast or to get poor very fast. And one of the things that you should know is that there's, there's something called the freedom of press. I can write a book, Stan, Sal, on how to make a million dollars. Guaranteed formula. And I can hide behind freedom of the press. I can hide behind that. You know? But when you work in the industry, you become a fiduciary. You can no longer hide behind that. I can tell you that technical analysis has worked for no one that I know who stays at home in retirement or who has a real job. I'd be very, very careful. You could use it to help, but I'd be very cautious believing in it. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. We'll be back in 22 hours. You're happy when I'm on my knees. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.